Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you're about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. This one is member of the family. So if you don't understand, you might think that Ephesians 1.5 is also member of the family. I don't know if you are getting it. Okay. Go on. Then he said, and if we are his children, in other words, if we are his family members, then we are his heirs also. So you are the two at the same time. So you are, once you are a family member, you are an heir. Once you are a family member, you have been placed into sonship. In other words, you have been declared to be the heir of God. Are you getting it? Yes, sir. Now, if it's not well explained, you might think you are only a child now, not an heir. Because people have taught this. And one day, you'll become an heir. But the Bible is telling you that if you are, ch- if you are a child, then you are an heir. If A equals B and B equals C, then A equals C. If I am a child, if, second, if, if I'm a child, then I'm an heir. If I'm not a child, then I'm not an heir. So every child of God is an heir. In other words, every child of God is a son. Or every child of God has been placed into sonship. Then he said, then we are his heirs also. Why is he saying also? Because Christ was the only heir. Christ was the only heir. Now we have become heirs also. Heirs of God. That means God's estate. God, the the majestic monarch. In charge of the universe. All his estate, including the eternal properties, including the eternal reign, everything that God has, he said we have become his heir. And then he said, and fellow heirs, not of Christ. When he got to Christ, he said, with Christ. But when he got to God, he said, of God. He said, we are children. And if we are children, then we are heirs. Heirs of God. That means God is the father. And all the children are those he has declared and given the right and the legitimacy to become his heirs. Then he said, if that one is so, then all the children are now as together 
with the original heir. Which is Christ. Then you use the word, sharing his inheritance with him. So who did the inheritance belong to first? Christ. When we came into Christ, now we are sharing with Christ. Because we have also become legitimate children and heirs of God. So Jesus is the heir of God. And when we came into Christ, we are also heirs of God. But when it comes to Christ, we are not heirs of Christ, but heirs with Christ. Then he said, only we must share his suffering if we are to share his glory. And this one looks like after becoming an heir, you must suffer. But that's not what he means. He's trying to say that all those who are glory, who are glorified, they must share in Christ's sufferings. How do you do that? The day you receive him, that's the day you are found in him. And everything he suffered, you suffered. So have you suffered? Yes. Why? How do you know? Because I am glorified. Because if you, don't, if, you don't, if you don't go through, you cannot be glorified. Look, he said you shall share in glory. Romans 8.30. He said for them that he called, he foreknew, he called. And them that he called, he justified. And know that he justified and so on. When he said, the last one said he glorified. So we have been glorified. What does it mean? You see, now you understand. We have been raised. Where were we? We were down there. But now we have been raised unto what? Heavenly dignity. Condition. And what? A state of being. Hallelujah. 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 And those whom he does for ordained, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified, acquitted, made righteous, putting, putting them into right standing with him. And those whom he justified, he, glory, he also glorified, raising them to a heavenly dignity and condition and state of being. So now, you are in a state of being. Who is that person? The son of God. That is my state of being. I am an heir of God. Can you see that? Alright, go back to Romans. I'll show you. Thank you, Jesus. If there's anything to thank God for, these things that they are too big. You see, you, your mind is worried about little things. If you think about these things, you will not worry about money, marriage. No, 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 no. There are bigger things that are at your beck and call, yet you don't understand. Do you know how many people have lack of a, no knowledge on this? Or little knowledge on this sonship? <laughs> Thank God for grace. If you don't know God and the way he behaves, you can't behave like that. Are you catching the thing? Yes, so when somebody does something to you, this is just a pastor passing by. And it's something I am trying to learn myself. The person has done something in the flesh. It's paining you. It's getting to you. But before you respond, ask yourself, where should I respond from? I can respond from with my body. I can respond from my soul by saying something out of anger and bitterness or I can respond from my spirit. Now, the best place is from your spirit. 
when you act from your spirit, it means that there's a scripture in your spirit that answers this situation. And when you go by the scripture, the storm will come down. So angels are looking at the air. No, we have no fighter air. You are Lord. You are not. You are, you are the Lord of all. Okay? Let's be like God. Ephesians 5 1. He said, Copy God. He said, Be ye imitators of God. Have you seen the smile of the Lord? You see, there are things to focus on. The Lord and his behavior and his revelations will come to you. This is, these are the things we are, the things we are learning here are the things that he responds to. He doesn't respond to tears. Oh. Captain Coleman had a vision one time. And three men, one, they were, they were all squatting and one was, Jesus was passing by all of them. He held the one and embrace the person. The second one, he just held the person. When he got to this one, he just passed in front of him. Captain Coleman had to pray for several days, asking God, what is the meaning of this vision? And the Lord said, the first one, my child, he was sad and was weeping and crying. I had to console her. The second one was so weak, I had to help, us, help strengthen. But this one was so strong. It doesn't mean when you are strong, the Lord neglects you. You have become like him. Ah. This is the rightful heir. You are acting like Christ. He hasn't had a problem. Charlie, kill it. He trusts that you will handle it. Yeah. When I saw the vision, I was like, wow. So God has a way of responding to us. You think when you are sad and you are crying, that's when God will feel your pain. No, sir. He can only come and strengthen you. Therefore, look at it. Therefore, be imitators of God. Copy him and follow his example. So how does God forgive people? Two ways. He will respond from his spirit. And then he will never remember that issue. Aphesis. Is that not how he forgave you? He forgave you from his spirit. The Bible says, out of his kindness... Romans chapter 2 verse 4. We have been looking the wrong way for a long time. Mommy will always say, we have been majoring on minors. Yeah. We have been major. Look at it. Or despised thou that the riches of his goodness and forbearance and long suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. Look at forbearance and long-suffering. Which means God should have judged us when we were sinners immediately. But long-suffering. Long-suffering is from the Spirit. It's a character of the Spirit. That is how you got saved. So he waited for you. When he should have struck you, judged you, he waited for you till you came back. He was patient like he, running back into his arm. Can you see that? Yes, sir. All right. The 8 of Romans, go to verse 23. Let me show you that the fullness of our adoption will come. 
He said, and not only they, who are they? Creation. He said, go to 20, 22. <laughs> Let's do Amplified. For we know that the whole creation of irrational creatures has been mourning together in pain of labor until now. Do you know what? You see the trees, the moon, the sun. Anytime you're walking by them, the Bible is saying they are mourning. Mm, mm, mm. They are in pain. Because originally, they were not subjected to death. Leaves were not supposed to fall. Colors were not supposed to change. Their leaves were not supposed to dry. They should have remained fresh and perfect. That is how they were created. But when sin entered the world, it affected them as well. So now, you see colors. You paint white and it's, it's fading off. This is not how it was supposed to be. Colors were supposed to be glowing. So the colors in heaven, they glow. Oh, in heaven. When you walk upon the grass, the grass goes to your feet. You, don't, you can't kill it. It doesn't, you, it, you know, you can't, you can't press it. In heaven, you can't just pull flowers. We pull flowers by love. You pull them, they won't come. You must, you must, you must show them love. Today you are walking on. <laughs> so the Bible is saying that creation is mourning. They are mourning. So anytime you walk by a tree, please, I want you to remember that they are mourning. They are, they are in pain. <sighs> they are in pain. The moon, anytime it shows up, right now it's showing up, it is in pain. Because this is not how it's supposed to. The sun is in pain every morning. When the sun shows up, it's in pain. You know why? When it gets money, it gets confused. Because it was, not, it was not created to give you cancer. It was created to give you benefits like vitamin D and so on and so forth. But when sin entered the world, the sun was corrupted. So in the morning, at 11 o'clock, it will give you some vitamin D. It's original disposition. From 12, 1, 2, you stand in there, uh, you will get cancer after some time and you will die. Sun was not supposed to kill us. But sin has caused sun to be corrupted. So the sun, as it's shining like that, it's making noise. Mm, 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 in pain. That's what the Bible says. Know that the whole creation, not some, the whole creation of irrational creatures has been mourning together in pains, in the pains of labor. The pains of labor, like a woman that is pregnant. Ah, 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 ah. Labor, labor. If you don't know labor, go to, the, go to YouTube. You'll find labor. Since the day sin entered the world until now, see the mountains, they are making noise. I perceive they even break out of the noise they make. Uh, uh, uh. The sea is making noise because sea was not meant to take people's lives away. Lions were not supposed to be killing people because the Bible said there was a lion and, and, and sheep will lie at the same place. And lion was not meant to eat sheep or goat or anything. They were all supposed to eat, lion was supposed to eat, eat herbs perhaps. You see, they will all eat one thing. It will not ever eat. But when corruption entered, now it sees another animal and they call it the, 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 the something cycle. The life cycle. Life cycle was not the originality of God. But now this must eat this one to survive. That one must eat this one to survive. That might eat this one to survive. Confusion everywhere because that's the power of sin. And this is the master we were under. You see, if you don't understand this one, you will not understand why Jesus had to pay that price to redeem us. So he said, 
they are, they are groaning. Then in verse 23, he says, and not only the creation, but we ourselves too, who have and enjoy the first fruit of the Holy Spirit, a foretaste of the blissful things to come, grown inwardly as we wait for the redemption of our bodies from sensuality and the grave which we reveal, which will reveal our adoption, our manifestation as God's sons. Now, you will not get this. Now, look at what Paul is saying. He's saying they too, they are groaning. Are you groaning? You are saying, God, hold on until I'm married. God, hold on until I bought a car. Because even though you have the Holy Ghost, you have not encountered the foretaste, the reason why he came. The reason why the Holy Ghost came was to give you a foretaste of the eternal bliss. And Paul is, look at it. He said, and not only the creation, but we ourselves too. Who are they? Who have, uh, sorry, enjoy the first fruit of the Holy Spirit. A foretaste, a foretaste of the blissful things to come. So Paul is saying that they have enjoyed if it's eternal life, they have enjoyed. They have, they have spent time to understand what eternal life is. The benefit of eternal life. If it's the Holy Ghost, they have enjoyed the Holy Ghost. Enjoyed the benefit of the Holy Ghost. If it is salvation, whatsoever thing the Holy Ghost, God has given us by salvation. The Holy Ghost came to tell you that this thing that you are enjoying. Because remember 1 Corinthians 2.12. Uh, we have not received the spirit of this world, but the spirit of God that we may know. All the things that grace has lavished upon us. Paul is saying that they have enjoyed the lavishment of grace. They have enjoyed it so much that they know that this is just an, you know, a, a, a glimpse of the eternal one that we will enjoy. So now, since they know of the eternal one that will come, they are groaning in their spirit. That when can we go home? When are we leaving? This thing is so sweet. When are we leaving? You think you've seen eternal life? You haven't seen eternal life until when we enter. How do you know? The Bible says that eternal life will swallow up mortality. You haven't seen that yet. When your body is chained like Christ. You think you have, you have known the Holy Ghost. You haven't known the Holy Ghost yet. Until when he becomes the atmosphere, the present, the scent of heaven. Overshadowing, glory in you. Mommy, I was sharing them this dawn when we were praying. And I was telling them that God gave the, the pillar of fire and the pillar of cloud for a reason. Because the pillar of cloud will show up when the sun is so hot. Now, if the sun is so hot, what will happen to the Israelites? Ideally, they must stop and wait until the sun goes down. They will delay what God wants to do. And the pillar of fire shows up in the night. So at night, they must wait until it's day before they move. They will delay what God was going to do. So what did God do? God gave them the presence of the Holy Ghost. God gave them glory. So that when it is night, there's a pillar of fire, but they still go. When it is, when it is hot, he gives them the pillar of cloud to cover them so they can still go. In. So the Israelites kept going under every circumstances. They had the glory. They had the presence of the Holy Ghost. The right condition to keep them going. Now, today, the same Holy Spirit is in you. But you see, you have not enjoyed the seasons of the Holy Ghost. That is why at a point in time, you are in church like now. If your body begins to misbehave, you begin to sleep. But the Holy Ghost is there 
to give you an atmosphere that will fight and destroy or deal with that kind of behavior. So that's why I'm telling you that even the Holy Ghost, you have not enjoyed him. You get it now? If you're in your house and the room is hot, you are, it's not supposed to affect you. Because his presence is in your room. So even though the room is hot, you don't feel it. The sun is shining like something. Because that's what happened to them on the desert. When the sun is hot on the, de on the desert, it's crazy hot. And when it's dark, they say it's pitch black. You can't even cut it. That pitch dark darkness, when the pillar of fire falls, it leads them. So they, they don't see darkness, they see light. Is that not what will happen to us in heaven? Why there shall be no sun, but God himself shall be light unto us. So the Holy Ghost is the evidence, the foretaste of heaven. <laughs> Yet, the born again has not enjoyed this foretaste. You have the Holy Ghost, but your room is still hot and you can't sleep. No, 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 no. You must make use of the presence of the Holy Ghost. I don't know if you are getting it. The area is noisy. You must still sleep because of the presence of the Holy Spirit. Because his presence must give you the right atmosphere. So the pillar of cloud and fire gave the Israelites the right atmosphere at the wrong at every situation. When the situation is wrong, he gives them right. He gives them the right condition. So you see, we have the Holy Ghost. The question is, why is somebody's noise? This was one of the things I got to know. So when I was praying in my landlord's house, I wasn't afraid that she would hear because I know because of the presence. Though I'm shouting, she won't hear me. And it happened. After prayer, I'll go and ask him, Ah, ma'am, but and I'm not me how I now. I didn't hear anything. Yeah. My this is my room, my bedroom, and this is her bedroom. The window. Yeah, committee two, you know, their buildings are like that. And she never heard me. She never heard me. You see? So Paul is saying, you see, most of most Christians cannot speak like this. They have enjoyed the foretaste. In fact, the first fruit of the Holy Spirit. The first fruit of the Holy Spirit. A foretaste of the blissful things to come. So the things that are, are to come, they, have enjoy, they are enjoying it now. And because they have enjoyed it and it's so sweet, the Bible says they are groaning like creation. When are we going to be free out of this body? Because they know that as we enter into eternity, we are going to enjoy more. But the question is that, can you speak and say same? Can we say same? Can you see this? How much of the Holy Ghost have you enjoyed? His presence? His glory? His power? So you can't speak like this. That's how when we say Jesus is coming. You say, oh, let me, let, I, I wish I were married first. You see, people who talk like this have not enjoyed the fortis. But when you enjoy the fortis, you are in a hurry. Paul said, I wish I would leave you guys and go be with God. But for your sake, I will be here. Eternal life. I was sharing with a man of God today and I was saying, it's eternal life. Because they think you must grow. You see, you think you must grow as, as human and you, you know, at a point in time, you will be weak and you will need help 
People will take care of you and so on and so forth. So forth. That's why you have eternal life. Why is this eternal life? It's in your spirit. What is in your spirit again? The Holy Ghost. What is in your spirit again? Christ. Your spirit is so loaded. And the Bible says the life of your body is your spirit. So today your spirit is so rich with eternal life, with the Holy Ghost, with the Father, and with Jesus. He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Your spirit is so rich. But the question is, is your spirit having impact on your body? So you have all these benefits, yet you are not enjoying the bliss. So when we say let's go to heaven, you are not in a hurry. But the Bible says they, they are not, they said they are they are groaning. Look at it. But I am hard pressed between two. My yearning desire is to depart, to be free from this world, to set forth and be with Christ. For that is far far better. This is somebody, please, who here has this desire? No, who here? Immediately you are thinking about your children. You are thinking about your wife. Hey, I'm not married. My business. Money. Hey, who? Ah. You see, yet we are wasting time thinking about unnecessary things. When we can have time and meditate, just eternal life, the Holy Spirit, uh, uh, Christ, mingle with our spirit. The question is, what are the benefits I'm receiving from each one? Hold, take your Bible, open on eternal life, study on eternal life, make sure you understand this thing called eternal life. And when you understand, and oh my God, the day you find out you can never be sick because of the life, you will be amazed. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're praying here. The Lord gave me that revelation. And I was sharing with them that even they who were not, they are, they are not, they are not legitimate children born out of Christ, the Israelites. Yet nothing stopped them. No season stopped them. When they get to a place and there's no water, water will come from a rock. When they get to a place and there's no meat, Birds will gather and come. When they have no food, God will seize angels' food and give it to them. And now you are a legitimate child. And you are suffering. Even Elijah, even Elijah, when he was in the wilderness and there was no food, God had to send an angel to give him cake and water two times. And you are saying your house is empty? You are saying things are difficult because these very, very things that God has given you, you have not taken your time to meditate on them. Maybe you have only heard, but you have not enjoyed. That is why you are not in a hurry to go. I'm telling you. When I read it, I said, God. Can I see how TPT puts here or, or message? He said, hard choice. The desire to break camp here and be with Christ is powerful. Some days, I think of nothing better. Go on. But most days, because of what you are going through, I am sure that it's better for me to stick, stick it out here. Meaning that Paul is saying that me staying here is not for me, but for you. But as far as I am concerned, 
there's nothing good for me. I want to go. So if you want to stay here for long, let it be that they are souls. Yesterday, I was watching this Amas. Uh, 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 some of you saw my status. My eyes. I said, God. So all these people. So I was telling the media team, you guys get a lot of videos and let's, and let's pray that God will cause people to share. Let them share this message of salvation until somebody in the Middle East will now believe in God. Chance on a video and receive Jesus because you never know when Satan will strike. If this is the reason why you want to stay, then you are in sync with God. Not because you want to buy a car or wife or get married. Because souls have to be saved. So you see, what we see is not what God sees. All because we have not enjoyed the foretaste of the eternal bliss. 23. So here you say that, he says, then our adoption shall be revealed. Now here, this is where we shall receive the fullness of our right. This is where we shall receive the fullness of our right as heirs. Can you see that? What shall that be? Revelation 22, 5. Thank you, Wilson. Thank you, and the Spirit. You see, that's why you don't have time to sit and, and, and be with the Lord and meditate on these things. Lord, eternal life. The life of God in me. Hmm. But you see, until you see eternal life in your Bible, how then do you meditate? Because when you meditate, what will, you, what will you be thinking about? Hello, am I talking to you? Yes, I'm going to ask all of you to share with me one benefit of eternal life. If I give you two minutes and I give you, meditate, think about it. What is the benefit of eternal life in my life? Think about it. Think about it. And if I ask you to give me scriptures that confirm eternal life that you have been given and its benefit, you might not have five. So the question is, when I ask you to meditate, what, how are you going to meditate on something you don't know? And what you don't meditate on, you can't empower. So you have eternal life, but you die like a mere man. For God said, for they know not, neither do they that understand. He said they will die like men. And fall like princes. Why? They know not. Neither do they understand. They know not. I just quoted Psalm 82. Look, they know not. Neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. That means lack of knowledge. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. Why? They know not. Neither do they understand. If you are here, be glad. If, if, look, if you are willing, those of you that you don't catch it, I'm going to start Monday for you. If you are home, you are doing nothing, I'll be here. My job and my heartbeat is not to hold mic and preach. No, sir. A church invited me. Their numbers are, they are in some, it's a small church. They have now started. They lost a go. Why? Because, you see, the lost heartbeat will be liberated from certain things that has held them. Ignorance. You can be sitting under my feet here and you will be very ignorant 
and you will never benefit from this truth that we spend hours to teach. I'm asking you, how has eternal life benefited you? Why did that boil show up? Boil, pump up. Why did he show up? Why? Why, why did he show up? Why? Why did that boil show up? Didn't your Bible say, if the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead shall revitalize your mortal body. So why did boil show up? Do you know what it means? What it means is that the spirit that raises from the dead is like a fountain of water pumping life to your body every day. But it will not work without revelation. So it is true in Romans 8, 11, but it is not happening. So you hear the word in your head. When I quote it, you can quote, but it is not your heart yet. When it enters your heart, truth has come. Light will show you are there. You say, boil here. Today, born again, boil. Certain conditions are showing up on your body. What happened to the scripture? Look at it. And if, he said, if, if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He said, if it dwells in you, if it does, then he who raised up Christ from the dead will also restore to life your mortal short-lived, perishable bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Where from that long headache? Where from that one? What happened to the scripture? What happened to it? So you see, you can know the scripture, but it's not benefiting from you. You know why? You don't have time to meditate and pull the juice out of it. Don't think in your church we teach amazing messages. It will still not benefit you if you don't have time to look into that same message and pull the juice. I teach by the grace of God as he empowers me and enables me to make it even easier for your understanding so that when you... I'm asking you, why do you have boil on your body? In fact, why did you have rash on your body? Why? Yet he said, you have not received the spirit that is of this world, but the spirit that is of God. Do you know what it means? One of the inheritance is the spirit of God. Didn't he say you are an heir of God? Is the Holy Spirit not called the Holy Spirit of God? Why is this Holy Spirit? He's in you. It means that your airship, if there's a word like that, your, your, your right has started here on earth. And what you have is a foretaste. And yet, the Holy Spirit is not benefiting you. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayman 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, Dabbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. 
and sit under the reign of heaven in our Funessa service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny hyphen L Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny L Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International Contact Services on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-50432-8959 for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com You were made to lead from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.